Today on Talk About That, John gets a medal in the mail and immediately turns it into a sermon illustration. Meanwhile, I lose my precious fitness watch in a 95-foot hole, get a massage, and have an unfortunate mishap in the jacuzzi. Plus, a conversation about fear of oversharing and social media etiquette while on vacation. Today's episode is not sponsored by Dasani, somehow even worse tasting than tap water. Let's get into it. I'm not going to say falls in the air, Johnny, but I am wearing a long sleeve shirt with shorts. Let's talk about that. <laughs> You're that guy? I am that guy. You know that. It's coach shorts guy that bugs me. Long sleeve shorts, that's a little annoying. Coat, coat shorts. Coat's a bold move. Coat's like, like pumping you're caught, gas, shivering. That means you're caught out somewhere and no. you're underdressed. Like, you know, <laughs> I might wear a coat if I'm on a, a trip. We're in Bolivia and we decided yeah. to go somewhere and it got cold because we're standing out in the. You're cold natured, though, but I've noticed like you layer, but you don't. Do you take layers off? If I get hot. Or you just decide, like, I'm good for the day. This is how. I'm more likely to put layers on than take them off. I'll say that. Um, that's, I think that says a lot about your personality. I think it does. Guys, I You need a, lot... a shield of protection to isolate yourself <laughs> like from the, the most cold, intro... cruel world. <laughs> the most introvert statement of all introverts. It is. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you lay down on the couch and we'll talk about this. <laughs> this, yeah, we got heavy right away. I don't. We've talked about my aversion to hoodies. It's because you wear the shirt underneath the hoodie. Right. Then you go to take the hoodie off. Boom, here's my nipples. That's not... <laughs> And not, at a minute 30, The shirt Johnny, attaches to the hoodie. You can't... The static electricity of it all... Johnny managed to work the word nipples It's like trying to early. escape from a straitjacket getting out of a hoodie for me. Yeah. It's... Um, or you could wear the oversized hoodie that's like a little bit too big. Those are easier to get off. But then you look frumpy all day. Like if you wear a hoodie that fits, getting it off is like an escape routine. A hoodie should not fit. Like really? it's supposed to be over oversized a little bit. Well, That's the, the point beauty of fall of weather is, and I'm kind of looking forward to this, honestly, is that you can, you can, you can have the extra mashed potatoes because it's fall. Everybody's wearing dumpy sweaters. Yeah. So you can kind of hide out. Whereas summer, it's like, hey, here's my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Sorry, I just got back from Cancun. So, <laughs> Didn't you say one time when you were a kid? Yeah. You told me this story before that you went to, you had a hoodie or something on. Yeah. And you went to, this is why your aversion is, you went to pull your shirt off yeah. and your shirt, you had tucked it in, but you tucked it in too far and it pulled your underwear up with I it. I tucked the shirt in to my underwear. Okay. I thought that's what you did when I was like a, in grade wow. school. I thought you tucked the shirt into your pants, but into the, this will make it even more right. snug. Well, what happens is that pulls over time as you raise your arms over your head many times, flailing for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm a kid. I flail. It slowly starts to pull the underwear up with it. And now you've given yourself a weird wedgie. Wow. Everybody can see that you buy the low-cost underwear from Kmart. But at least it's a 360-degree wedgie. Like, it's all the way around. I guess. Because you pulled up at equal parts. Look at you finding the bright side. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Johnny. Everybody I've... can see your underoos. Hey, do you remember underoos? I do remember underoos. We're, you're younger than me, but do they still have... Do they still have superhero <sighs> you're underwear? You're talking to the father. This of is a... superhero time. Of, if yeah. there ever was a superhero time of the world, you would think you'd be printing money to make underoos still. They may be. I don't understand the play on the word that underoo is. Is It does. It sounds uh, it like overroo? kangaroo. It's a kangaroo underwear. It sounds like there's going to be yeah. like an extra pouch to keep things. Let's put superheroes. It's like to combine it with, uh, what's those, uh, fanny pack. It's a fanny pack yeah. underwear. And if you had... A superhero kangaroo. That dude. would drag your underwear down. There we go. Underoos. If you had a pouch up front and you're putting stuff in there, now your underwear's <laughs> just going to fall down. Sorry. 
<laughs> I kept but the change. I don't know if kids, and again, someone's yelling right now yeah. uh, at their car stereo or whatever, but I don't know, and I'm not going to find out. It should be like Superware or, you know. Yeah. Hero root, hero wear. But I'm taking I'm taking it from your story that when you were little and you yeah. exposed your underwear to your entire class, they were underoos and they were superheroes. Is that what I'm piecing together? I, maybe I remember having. Um, I think I had Aquaman for some reason. <laughs> I think maybe like everything was sold out and Aquaman was what was left. And right, my mom those was like, were uh, pull ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aquaman. It's for water in your underwear. Yeah. Wow, Johnny. Well, they were when I was done with them. <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, I'm oh, not summoning my. seahorses. I have soiled myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> like but I do. think I had like. A Superman pair, which you had the little T-shirt with the S on it. Right. It was like go-to-bed wear. And so then you had your little, you know, the briefs were like blue with the red and the little, I don't know what it was. But I had all that. And the cape. No, I didn't have a cape. That would be, <laughs> oh, I had a cape. That's extra. You had a cape? Oh, I, I wore a cape at night. For real. Really? Oh, yeah. Didn't you? But not like a superhero cape, just like an elegant, like, <laughs> <laughs> mother is dinner and you'd flip it behind you. And like I said, as a big dramatic as you enter rooms. It was either that or it was like a Sherlock Holmes type thing. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like a, uh, it was in the library. <laughs> Come, Watson. Like it was very, I don't know. No, it was a superhero cape. I we remember. must away. I mean, I always wanted to say we must away. That's a, that's a great way to leave a room. There are some British things that I bring into everyday language from the shows that we watch. One yeah. of those is they always say if they're like Downton Abbey or something, they, they don't say let's let's walk to the dining room. Mm-hmm. They always say let's go through. Okay. That means go. So it's like a very common. So let's go through. So Laura and I will be like in the bedroom ready to go, you know, I don't know, to leave. It's like, well, let's go through. And we're literally walking to the garage door, which is right outside our bedroom door. But let's go through. It's just, you know, Johnny, I just bring a little sophistication. You do, a little culture. A little culture, too. A little added. Oh, I wear boy. a cape. It's, yeah. you know, it's a whole thing. So. I, uh, so I got back from, Can- so to our listeners who were, were a little bit worried about me, I know everybody was praying that I didn't get stranded in Cancun. I made it back. I want to know if anyone actually prayed. Besides. Nobody cared. No one cares. They're just mad that they didn't get to go, and that's what I would have felt. You too. ought to be mad because I heard it was amazing. It was pretty great. We had great weather. Like the world's on fire, yeah. and you were on vacation. Yeah, and it was amazing. And we were really apprehensive about going. You know, as as you knew, leading up to, I was very holding on very loosely. That we tested uh, ourselves for COVID the day before. You we tested or two your days dogs. Before we left. I'm we tested. <laughs> You tested everybody. I tested you. That was a weird one. John, do this. I need to know. Just so I know. But that was my fear of bringing a case of COVID from Tennessee, which is the highest cases or whatever in the world or whatever, into Cancun. Then becoming symptomatic on day four and then getting stuck in Cancun. So that was our – so that was kind of hanging over me the whole week until we finally tested They would have forever called it the Johnny variant. That's what they would have said. (laughs) The W variant. But um, we made it in and we made it out and we're back. But uh, it was a great trip. We had fun. I lost my Apple Watch. That was the only little bit of a bummer. So I haven't heard this whole story. I just – know that apparently when you said this at lunch today you said i lost apple watch yeah. it's like where you're like well i jumped it what's it called uh a cenote you jumped in and he's like yeah it's one of these you know natural pools yeah and it's got a and then you said this a 45 foot drop yeah like a cliff cliff jump that you can 45 uh-huh. feet yeah johnny that's it was a lot it's one of those things where you can scream get out of breath and then get your breath and scream again <laughs> before you hit the water it's not a good feeling that's a long drop. And it's a little bit cold, honestly. It's like a natural swimming hole. Like you'd see in the Smokies, but bigger. And it's just like completely surrounded. It's like a big sunken crater. 
Wow. So it's a wooded on all sides. It's in the jungle, basically. So we, we took an excursion, which is when you leave your resort and you go in a van for like an hour. And then they go, hey, you're here. And we rode ATVs on this like rocky terrain, which I'd never ridden an ATV. Yeah, it was fun. And it was fun. Uh, but it was a little bit bumpy and jarring because Curry's on, Curry's on my back. Or not my back. Well, she's, <laughs> she's, she's on the back seat. Fold her right me. up and put her in your back. But I think it was really like I said, like if you want to share an ATV, click here. If you want your own ATV, I said, she's not going to want to ride her own ATV. And I was right. Wow. She did not want She did not want her own. Wow. She's not Miss Independent when it comes to that stuff. Well, I'm glad she's you like, made the decision for her. I did. But I was right. And then, so sure enough, they give us the, but then it's not like big enough, really. It's not like it's, oh, this is their two-seater ATV. It was like really the same ATV. So she's basically on the luggage rack, <laughs> like just getting bumped around and just tailbone well, bruised. Why don't you let her drive then? I would have been happy to. She didn't want to drive. It was not, it was not unchallenging because it's boulders. You're basically bouldering with so this thing. So you're saying it was, she couldn't have handled a challenging drive. <sighs> Well, Wait, she's a woman driver. Anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding around. Guys, stop it. He's joking. I'm she only, listens I'm to only this. I'm chauvinistic when it's for fun. She listens to this. That's right. Um, but anyway, um, so we did that, and then there was a zip line. Tour. Oh, yeah. But we also, part of what it was, they take you to this cenote, which is this natural swimming hole, and you jump off these cliffs. And so we jump, and Curry goes, like, do you want to, you don't want to take your watch. I go, it's safe to 45 meter, 50 meters because I didn't, I wasn't getting my watch wet for the longest time. You were like, I can't do metric inversion, right? No the, exactly. I, come on, imperial. But anyway, they were like, I was getting wet, and then uh, my brother, he was like, you don't get in the your pool or anything with your watch. I go, no, I'm always afraid. They go, we do it all the time. It's how you, you can get extra minutes of like exercise. I go, oh okay. So I started doing it. So I was like, I'm not taking on my watch. Mm. I'm gonna jump in this thing. So I jump in. I didn't even think about my watch. And I'm good. 45 feet, boom, I come in, boom. And I've got like the Velcroed on strap. So it's not even a band, really. It's a Velcro strap, which is a very dad thing to have, <laughs> but I have it. And so then the next challenge was a 25-foot drop, but it's a zip line that goes across the cenote. So you grab onto this like, you know, like your James Bond escaping the bad guy. And then you, although he wouldn't escape, he would chase the bad guy. He's chasing the bad well, guy. Well, he can run from bad guys I'm occasionally. A, I'm a bad spy. But then the guy goes, let go. And so you're coming in at an angle, but you're coming in like full speed laterally and you're dropping. Mm. And as soon as I landed, pop, I felt something like pop off my wrist. And I was like, oh. it was your hand. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the watch and the hand. Oh but goodness. I'm more upset about the watch. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, Did you go diving looking for it? There was no point. Because I look at the sign and it says 95 feet. You're like, it's gone. Yeah. And it's mur it's murky. It's not like it's like pristine water. It's like a swimming hole. It's like, like that old Jack Handy thing. If you ever drop your keys in a in <laughs> boiling hot lava, just let them let go. Because <laughs> they're gone, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that was... Uh, a, was no, a, did you have the um, Apple Care? People keep asking me that. Like, you could just go to Apple if you had Apple Care and be like... I dropped my watch in a cenote because I'm an idiot. And they'd just be like, oh, we'll take your word for it. Here's a brand new watch. That's not how AppleCare works if you bring in a broken watch. I think you can pay for a replacement. There's like a discount if you have if you lose really? it. Like, I have AppleCare on my headphones, but they were, I don't know. Well, that might be true of AirPods because they'll fall into grates all the time. They're just going down manholes. Yeah, you know, I used to jog. have the thing that you wrap around your neck, you know, the little yeah, it, the cradle. I, I, it looked ridiculous, yeah. but I miss it because... Well, you get the ones that hook on your ears. That's what I have. 
I don't want to hook on my ears. They'll stay in my ears. Uh, I want them to stay on my person without me having to put them in my pocket. Oh. Take them in and out. So hanging around my neck was really, if it phone rings, oh, I'm not reaching up. Like if I'm driving and the yeah. phone rings, I need to put my headphones in. Yeah. It's a thing. I got to reach over, grab them. I'm trying to, I'm <laughs> swerving over the road. Said he's like, daddy. And it's like this whole thing. <laughs> Get these out of this whole thing. I just, I just need to reach up here now. I, man, I want to bring those back. What were those things called? I thought it was called a cradle. Uh, there was a there was a brand name that was almost like the Kleenex of those that oh the ones that it hooked around your neck like a horse's bridle though it was like a bridle it was yeah and the little <laughs> earphones just pop out of bloop like on little wires yeah, they come out and in my, I had the little the had cancer a, goes directly into your neck is yeah. what I like about it it's <laughs> pulsing you had a release button it was like sucking back in oh yeah. did it. Some of them did, and some you had to you pull bought, on it, and it would, yeah. You bought the high-end ones. Yeah. I don't or, even know if they make those anymore. I wore those for a few years. Yeah. But it was awesome, but But, now. yeah, so I, so my my streak was at 360 days okay. when when that happened. Closing your rings? Yeah, I'm closing my rings. Yeah, so my workout streak of on my Apple Watch ended a five days before one year. I was trying to get to one year in a row. You can't go online and do it? No. That's it's, it crazy. uses the watch to track. You don't have... Because it's it, using all that data that the watch gives. So it closes the rings for you. What? It's, it's, when you it's, reach... It's following your... Yeah, it's following your uh, whatever your... So there's uh, no manual mm-hmm. entry. The accelerometer and all that's on the watch, so... Huh. And that's what they do. I mean, that's... Again, that's just savvy business because they want you to buy the watch. So it's like, yeah, they wouldn't just let you do it on your phone because then you wouldn't buy the watch. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so that was kind of a bummer. So it ruined the vacation, honestly. Wow. No, we still had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty Because then I had no pressure. I was like, you know what? I'm not working out tomorrow. And I think I did take a day off. I just wow. was like, I mean, I still walked and stuff. I didn't like make Curry carry me places. But I want to talk about the role of the watch in your fitness motivation and confidence. So like. But it wasn't the watch so much as the streak. But that streak is still a piece of. Oh, no, it was. It was 100%. Uh, probably, I want to say it was unhealthy because it helped me stay healthy, but <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's both. It's, it's a, well, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. And I, I'm, here's the thing, you know, this about me. I am not a super disciplined person. So when I was tapping into this streak, yeah, it was bringing out a discipline side of me that I really kind of, it was new to me and I was, I liked it a lot. And so, but now that's over. I'm just frigging two hand and chocolate bars now. <laughs> I mean, that is the question. No. You have a new one now. I do. I got one when I got back. Because you can't hide money. But right. on the... Who needs Apple Care when you're just... I can just peel off another few hundreds. What was the... <laughs> what was the level yeah. of physical fitness engagement beyond mm-hmm. that day you took off? Which, Johnny, come on. 360 days, you need to take one off. Yeah. But beyond that, did you find yourself truly without the watch monitoring... Yeah the process was it a significant drop off like were you like two hand like two fisting bear claws and stuff or no well the food was already out of hand because we were at the resort right so you can't go by food but i was trying to definitely like oh well like if it gets to the end of the day and i've not done my 30 minutes of exercise that day that it tracks you go oh well we need to get this in it's it's 10 45 like we we have a very short amount of time let's go do this we would have gone for a walk at night yeah just to make sure that happened. So, yeah, if that happened to me and the watch wasn't on my wrist, I'd have been like, yeah. here's the funniest thing that happened, though. I got some sunburn the next day because we went on – or two days later, I think. I think it was the next day. We go on a cruise, like on a catamaran, to this little island, which mm-hmm. was really cool. 
But I would put on sunscreen or whatever as much as I could remember, and I'm reapplying because we're going snorkeling too. And then it all wash, you know, it all rinses off. Uh, You're yeah. supposed to reapply like many times, and I'm like, I did it that one time right. before I got in the it's ocean. Then right, yeah. And so of course I got some sunburn, but the worst sunburn that I got, although top of my feet again, mm. top of my feet's the worst. But the funniest one, where the watch was. Wow. So I had this red band of just fire oh my because goodness. I had this pale wrist, and I wasn't thinking to apply sunscreen there. And one, isn't that just like our lives? just like, <laughs> you saw my face about to say yeah, I know. You wanted so bad to go for the sermon <laughs> illustration. You're like, how can I make this? Sometimes, guys, when you remove. Yeah. When you've, wait. You remove you, what's been <laughs> holding you steady the whole time. Right. And you think there's no consequence. Yes. But it turns out just everyday life now burns you in a way that it didn't before because the thing protecting that part of your life mm. has been cast into a 45-foot hole called a, <laughs> what's it called? A cenote, <laughs> which of course is Greek for... Frank Cenote. Wait. <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different guy. Frank Cenote. <laughs> what's Greek for what? I'm sorry, I messed up your joke. I was just thinking it would be like abyss or something like that. It would be, <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> It is weird to jump off of it. Like, I think, because we used to go cliff diving a little bit in the Smokies, and up here in Sparta, there's a place called um, Rock Island, and we would I would take right. groups of college kids and stuff, and we'd go. But that was probably like 20 feet, 25 feet maybe at the most. And I just got so used to doing it, I was like, this won't hurt me. And you know the water's deep, so you're just like, I can't hit bottom. And yeah, so you're like, the whatever. surface is... is... It hurts a little bit when yeah. you jump in. They say to go in straight in, don't put your arms out, don't do all that stuff. Definitely. And then one guy laying on his back, and I was Ooh. like, that guy... Man, he did not. He, yeah, he came in at an angle. You don't want to do that. It'll hurt your feet and your crotchal area. Yeah, I'm not. I don't mean to speak in medical terminology. Right, but that <laughs> that can be a yeah, yeah. It's yeah. That's a long drop. But I was wearing my underoos, so okay, that's good. Was, you had <laughs> you had your shirt tucked in. I did. Everything was fine. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I, but it was cool. We had fun, and we did, we tried not to take. We took some photos. We didn't share photos because I was a little bit afraid of like the whole thing of like we're going to share all these photos. Look at the great time we're having, and then we get stuck. I'm always like thinking of the. <laughs> see, I think that'd be great. The perspective of the person, like having like that. Oh, now Johnny gets to stay another two weeks. Yeah, right. it's just weird. But so we still haven't even done the big photo dump, which which I think we need to get rid of that word in our social media. Have you seen this? Sorry for the photo dump, guys. Here we go, and they just put like a thousand photos for you to look through from their yeah photo dump. It We're not going to do a, it. A dump, I suppose. Yeah, but who's it for? I don't know. My my wife. Yeah, she'll look at him. She'll look at my photos. You think? Yeah. All it, right, Laura. I'm going to put them on there just for the you. The thing is, Laura is a better person than me because, yes, like you're saying, you and I just said. In our heart, in our way of seeing the world, it's yeah. like, well, who would look at these? Well, people who care more about other people than themselves is oh, the answer. That's... And we're like, what? What is that? Like, it's. But I've... I'm always afraid of being the guy who is having a good time and has to share it with you. I'm always afraid of somebody being like, he's throwing his vacation in my face. Yeah, I don't even perceive that way. So that's one of the reasons I just was like, let's just go have a good time and not even make it about we sharing stopped, photos all the time. We stopped posting a lot of photos. Even we we found that it hurts friends' feelings if I'm out with other friends. Oh, Sometimes right. that'll happen, and I'm like, because well, then now I'm worried about that. Oh, yeah. Like I should be able to just to be wherever That's I'm going to be. That is tough. If someone feels left out, and I get it. Here's the thing: if they feel left out because whatever's going on in their life, I don't I don't want to contribute to that for what. Mm-hmm. And there there would be a an alternate reactionary 
mindset to that to say, well, that's on them, you know. But I'm a real like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on them, on everybody around me that I don't want to contribute to. Like, we all have a that's on me thing going on. So, I mean, I don't want to, especially insecurity and and, and those kinds of things. I don't, I mean, I guess I could feel that if I saw that, like, you know, you were out every day with the same, you know, guy having lunch or whatever, you know, and you're like doing a podcast with him or whatever. Uh, I mean, I guess I could feel like, hey, man, what's this guy's deal? Remember the way we were? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Send you these uh, Curry said, Curry said last night there was uh, somebody that came to, she went to Zumba for the first time in a while. And uh, she goes to this burn boot camp class, but every now and again, there'll be Zumba on Thursday. She went last night and I go, she texts me, I'm coming home. She goes, there was a guy at Zumba. It was awesome. And I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> like I was immediately like, what's this guy about? What's this guy coming to What's, Zumba? Uh, like Zumba's not really a guy thing. Yeah. But then she got back and I was like, so what was this, what was this guy's deal? She was like, oh, he was there with his wife. And I go, okay. Okay. Right, sure. They seem like they're doing good though. Everything's good in the marriage. <laughs> like it's just a weird, like stupid that's like funny. I'm imagining like a really super fit guy going to Zoom to like troll for chicks, <laughs> <laughs> which could happen. Yeah, I don't know if we're being stereotypical towards the Zumba community. Right I don't want to be that, but I'm just saying. Typically, uh, my experience is that she says it's almost always women. Yeah, and uh, which that's... bothers you because of how you feel about women, as we've, <laughs> as we've seen today. <laughs> Some of them drove themselves there, which is crazy. No. <laughs> speaking of, by the way, I finished Mad Men. Yeah, speaking of seasons. misogyny. Yeah, it was a really interesting, like, I needed it to end. Yeah. I, I needed it. It was good. And Allison's going to listen to this, and that's like her favorite show okay. of all time, you know. But it, it was great. But it was, I needed it to end. Because you're watching so much like life destruction of yeah, your yeah. main, you know, main character. But although, and not to ruin it, are you going to go watch it? Sure. I will. I will Don't just, ruin it. Don't spoil it. I won't. Okay, I won't. Never mind then. Never Don mind. Draper destroys his life and others well, around him. I, I, maybe not. Like that's oh, what I'm okay. trying to say. Like right, I, I don't. Fine. I don't know. I don't it's know. A cliffhanger. Who, who who knows? But it was very interesting. Interesting time period uh, to yeah. live in for sure. So, but they did. You know, you had um, oh, Peggy. Yeah. Who's played by the girl that's on the... Uh, Good Girls. No. No, I'm thinking of the... Who's the redhead? That's... Uh, her name was uh, Joan. Yeah. In okay. the show. Joan is on another show on NBC called The Good Girls, which I do watch. Oh, okay. And Joan was in that movie, the uh, Zero Dark Thirty, I think she was in there. I think okay. she was the CIA Yeah, yeah, agent. yeah. Um, yeah. So Joan, yeah, yeah, great characters. and that, But there is a lot in there about... Women. No, that's not the same woman. Okay. Yeah. No. That's never not the same mind. Woman at all. Well, then I have no idea. But, <laughs> <laughs> You're just conflating redheads at but, this point. But the 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 women's role of them getting into an industry yeah. and having to work through all of the misogyny and all the things that they did it Brutal. was really fascinating. Like and seeing their courage and and you know the advocation for themselves in a way that the men didn't have to you know yeah. the way they were overlooked and but but just you know the brilliance they brought and how because the show spans like 50 1958 to like 1972 yeah it's like so you literally go through the whole 60s and watching that sort of evolution season to season was really fascinating i thought i i've always been against misogyny but then when we were at the resort we did a couple's massage and i was like maybe there's something to this you know, like, why is that not, a, why is a male 
You also not a misogynist. And I I can remember you marching too uh, against women's suffrage because why would we want women women to suffer suffer so much? We need to stop. We really got to come up with some better words for (laughs) suffrage and misogyny. It's very. Gosh, that's so funny. Voting for the suffrage of women. It sounds very cruel. <sighs> Everyone support women's suffrage. No. Yeah. no um, I, don't, I can't. You know. Um, Have you, you ever had a couple's massage, first of all? Oh, yeah. You've had, like, together. Because it's weird because I've heard, like, oh, you got to do it. But the, then I read a thing that said it's not that important to be in the same. Some women, some some couples are more, you know, uh, comfortable because they're like, I want to know what's happening in the room or whatever. Nah, no. But. Honestly, we didn't say a word to each other. No. It wasn't like we were like, just checking in. Le- we had one. Uh, I've never had. I've never had a massage until this trip. So I was already, I didn't know what to expect. Two trips ago, we had one in Clearwater, and yeah. I fell asleep. Like, I broke myself up snoring. It was like, a, oh, my, you know, so I was a real, like. Fell asleep. I did. I well, was that's that. kind of a, that's kind of, you feel like you didn't get the bang for your buck because you're just like. No, I was that relaxed. So you just be like, time's up. You're like, that was 12 minutes. <laughs> like, how do you even know? <laughs> We're all done. That's when you need Laura to be like, it's only been right. four minutes. She, I need her to verify. It's like, you know, there's pet massage places. There's, no. there's, there's pet spas that will be like, we massage your pet. And I'm like, what a racket this yeah, is. Yeah, I'm going to need to see the video because exactly, you could have done always, anything while I was gone. If your dog could talk, that would be the first thing to say, she didn't touch me once. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ripoff. What did you pay her? Oh, that's great. That's great. Dog yeah. massaging. There used, Don't to be we a do that we... bit, there used to be a Brian Regan bit about a pet uh, psychic. He's like, I want to get in on this. I'm getting a, is there a bowl or a dish of some kind I'm feeling? There's a bone that's very excited. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> He's good. I did, speaking of, by the way, the whole posting pictures yeah. thing. I did get a medal this week. Oh, nice. In the mail. Okay. For something I haven't done yet. So it's actually really cool. Are you familiar with the Witness Protection Program? <laughs> <laughs> Do they send medals out now? <laughs> it's like a target that you hang on your neck. Like, hey, snipers, go. aim here. <laughs> I'm sick of this mob mentality. We apologize to our listeners who yeah, are in the Witness the Witness Protection, protection program. program. We don't want to be Community. insensitive. Yeah. We've already been so insensitive today. Yeah, very insensitive. Um, no, so the Witness is yeah. was was founded by Jamar Tisby, who wrote the Color of Compromise. Oh, right. Okay, and, I follow him on Twitter. Um, He's fascinating. Really yeah. great guy. And it's like a it's like a, a black collective community of artists and others who are you know they're helping black artists and black voices uh, grow in their influence in the culture and so okay. helping with various endeavors. Do a lot of it. There's there's like a, a philanthropy side. There's all kinds of cool stuff. So anyway, they have a race. So this is the anniversary of the march on Selma, and so they are doing a thing where you can sign up. So I signed up to run 50 miles in September. So oh, like we, okay. we run because they walk, and so you log it on the, the website. And yeah. all this. It's a really cool thing. I'd love for you guys to go check it out. Go check out the Witness the witness Run, although it's now September 10th when we're recording so you're, this. you're behind the eight ball as far you're as gonna like have to really, miles in. To you can sign up. up for lesser miles if you want. But So you make a, you make a donation. So I get this medal. Laura mm-hmm. calls me. He's like, you got a medal from, you know, and I was like, I haven't finished the race, Johnny. This is this will preach Boy. right here. And yet I've already been given oh, the medal. Man. It doesn't matter. Like someone ran the race for you. It doesn't matter what my what my performance is uh-huh. now. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what works I pull off. Uh, now, 
I'm going to go do it because mm-hmm. I care about the cause yes. that I have signed up for. You've been for. given the free gift now. Yeah. Some well, it might, wasn't free. You signed up. And some paid might money, say probably. I've counted the cost. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And the price has been paid. And now yes. I've already been given the medal. But I did feel kind of weird. It was like, I'm not sure. I mean, I can't wear it yeah. until I finish the race, right? Johnny, I don't wear medals anyway. Yeah, it'd be weird. <laughs> you just wear it around the house. And nothing else. But it was really cool. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> Somebody call from Michael Phelps. <laughs> She's like, someone did. Someone did, and, and not he's not you. here. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. He's still not here. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. So, yeah, check it out. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's a cool that's, thing to get to do, though, because it's fitness and it's you know for cause, and, and it's great. You got to stay fit. That's what I learned in the massage because I mm. realized I don't want to. She's like dress. She goes, you can disrobe to your level of comfort, and I put on a sweater. <laughs> so I'm not still not comfortable. How many layers can I wear before I stop feeling this altogether? I will say this, and this is like one of those stories. It's like a total marriage story that I never could see myself telling. But now we do the podcast so much, we just tell these stories on ourselves. It's the it's the hardest I've laughed in probably two years. So this, our room is gigantic. It's bigger than my first house. You remember my first house? Yeah. Our room was probably like a thousand square feet. It was as big as my first house. So it has this big sunken living room area with a hot tub, gigantic hot tub. And so we hadn't used it by like night three. And I was like, we got to use this hot tub. It takes forever to fill up. That's the thing about the hot tub. You know, like that's not just already stays full. You've got to fill it up with a hundred gallons of water. Yeah. And so we're waiting for this fill up. Well, but you're not like ferrying the water. It is coming out of a Right, it's coming out of a faucet, but it still takes forever. So she's waiting for it to like get warmer. Then she gets in and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, this will be nice. And so I was like, oh, this is romantic. And so every day in our room, they've left these little like plastic, these little cardboard cartons of whatever. And I was like, what is this? And it's, they're on the tub by the towels. It's bubble bath. It's, yeah, it's a bath bomb. And so it's blue on top or whatever. And Curry goes, well, it's throw one of these in. She goes, I think it's a bath bomb. So I told her, I think it's a bath bomb. She throws it in the water and I'm like, we're going to get all sudsy in here. It's going to be weird with the, the jets. Cause like, why would they put bat, bubble bath in a, <laughs> you know, it's going to be out of control. Like when you put like the dishwashing detergent in your, your, uh, at home dishwasher, and it suds out <laughs> right. of the it's going to be that situation. And so we're in there like 10 minutes and you know, it's just sitting there. Oh, this is nice. It's so nice. And then nothing's happening. And I'm like, and then finally she goes, I think this was chocolate. And then she reaches down. <laughs> she reaches down. And now she picks it up. And this chocolate is just all over her hands. It's now, it's because it's half melted with the hot water. Wow. And you know what? She looked at me and she goes, huh? And she just rolls her eyes and then she eats the chocolate <laughs> no. off her hand. And I lost my mind. It was the oh, funniest thing because wow. it was just like, a total disaster followed by like, oh well, we're in Cancun. I'm just gonna eat, I'm gonna eat this chocolate from off of my hand. Wow, it made me laugh so hard. So anyway, if you're ever in Cancun, it's not a bath bomb. It's not a bath bomb. That's a chocolate. Oh my goodness. They should put that closer, to like the bedside table or something. Yeah, but it's like blue on top and then brown at the bottom. So I was like, well, it's blue. I thought I saw the blue part, which I don't know why they would make the chocolate blue, but they did. And it's not a bath bomb. So you got to know women bad if like she thought it was chocolate. After it was thinking, a bath bomb. And right. Now she just ate. 
But I'm glad she noticed it before it like totally had effervesced into the water because then it's like. Do a chocolate bath, bro. People pay whole, for that. That's true. That's Misogynists true. everywhere are that's offering true. that now. A it's horrible t- accident has happened in this tub. Right. <laughs> well, come meet the misogynist yeah. and he'll help end your suffrage. He will. With this chocolate it's bath bomb. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's there a, used to be an Ellen bit about she, got, she went to a spa and got, gets in this mud bath and it's supposed to take away all the toxins and everything. It's, you know. Those are big things, mud baths. And she goes, but they don't never tell you what you're drawing in from the other people that just got out of the mud bath. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm bringing in, but I can play the banjo now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the mud, I've never done the mud bath. That would be a little bit like the whole point of a bath is to not be dirty. Right. So a mud bath would feel mm. maybe would bring out like your inner seven year old, though. Mm. You're like, Yay, mud. I don't know. You know, I, I, I guess I got dirty as a kid a lot. I don't yeah. think I was ever the kid that just. I don't like the feeling, in it, when I'm working outside my whole life, I don't like the feeling of dirt between my fingers. Yeah. Like dirt all over my hands is fine, but like between when they're rubbing, it's like a, a gritty. I, it's, I, I got an issue with the the whole um, texture of it. So, but again, yeah, grease and all that stuff's fine. I don't know. So I don't know if I ever was the kid who just went, "I'm look everybody mud," and just like threw it in my own face and. Didn't, is that what kids Eating do? Eating mud pies. Oh, what is that about? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I was a dirty kid. I, I didn't like to. I probably didn't like to bathe very much as a, I was a dirty kid. I was a. I was a. I was a boy. I was, was. a typical. <laughs> was <ew. laughs> He's a filthy animal. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it, maybe that brings that side of out of you when you're like, oh, let's go to the spa. But maybe it's great. I, they did a mud mask on me. And the because uh, part of the massage was like a wow. facial thing. I've never done that. So they did a little like their massage, and then at the end she did this little thing where she just taps her fingers like a ha. Huh. And I was like, that's a weird sensation. And maybe she's like, I don't know. Can't you tap? Times up. <laughs> <laughs> you, need to, you need to leave. It'd be funny at the end if if because I yeah, the only other back rub I've ever had is from my wife. So it'd be weird like if it happened like at the end of the massage instead of being like times up, she was like she taps you twice and goes my turn. That'd be really weird. Like if it's like <laughs> now <laughs> she's on break and you have to now rub uh, her back. Oh, that's wow. She dresses to her level of comfort. Wow, that's, that's that she's way be, more comfortable than I was. Be weird. <laughs> you put on layers. Gosh, that's funny. <laughs> and you know what, listener? Mm. We hope that today has put some layers on you of enjoyable. <laughs> Today's a little short on the episode, Johnny, and I apologize for that. That's, that's on John's me. fault. That's a conflict in yeah, this I'm, schedule. Yeah, a meeting starting right now. You're so... And Reggie Dabbs is standing in the other room right now. He arrived here. He's oh, coming through. No. We're doing a uh, Zoom call together with someone. So uh, yeah. Getting bumped by Reggie again. Yeah, I apologize for that. So, But hey, thanks oh. for listening, though. You can go check out our website. Talk about that podcast.com. Yeah. We've got uh, over 170... This is 171. 171 episodes archived on there for you to binge. Yeah. And uh, it's the only, it won't fill you up. Just to binge, mm. binge away, never have to purge. It's beautiful. And uh, you can listen to all those. And then you can also kick in some shekels if you want on our Patreon page. We'd yep. love to have you do that. Yeah, I should have new... Uh, I should have my first shipment of not-so-black-and-white books soon. And I'm going to be mailing a copy to every one of our patrons. Oh, that's nice. So if any of you want a uh, early copy of the book before it releases in October, go... go. Be, be a patron at any level, and I'm going to send you a book. And also, don't forget my show at Zany's. My first headlining date at Zany's is coming up October 17th. So if you live anywhere near Nashville or if you want to make a trip in, that will be the show to do it because I have just lined up a very special surprise mm. guest who is going to be on that show with me. It's going to be a great show. 
You do not want to miss it. It's such a surprise that we're not going to say it's it. It's very real. limited seating. Yeah. And limited to how many we can sell. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, it's limited because it's a small club. But uh, please come. It's big. Uh, it's October a big deal. 17th. Yeah, it's October 17th, yeah. Nashville. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, also, hey, go check out uh, mine and Reggie's interview on your Enneagram Coach podcast with Beth and Jeff McCord. Uh, oh, nice. Where we're talking about race and other things on that. So that's a great podcast you guys should go listen to. We'll let you know more of those interviews coming up in different places. In yes, sir. Terms. So, hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us today. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week on Talk About That. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.